Almighty God, by the cross and resurrection of your Son, you have given life to your people. Carl has received the sign of the cross. Make him living proof of its saving power and help him to persevere in the footsteps of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The command from Deuteronomy to love God with all our hearts is traditionally included in the mezuzah that hangs on our door frames. What effect would these words have on us if we remembered them every time we came home and every time we left the house? A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people. May you and your children and your children's children fear the Lord your God all the days of your life and keep all his decrees and his commandments that I am commanding you so that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently so that it may go well with you and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey. As the Lord, the God of our fathers, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following passage from the letter to the Hebrews tells us that Christ, our high priest, lives forever to make intercessions on our behalf. Could that be why we often end our prayers through Christ our Lord? A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. The priests of the first covenant were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But Jesus holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able for all time to save those who approach God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, blameless, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he has no need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins, and then for those of the people. This he did once for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priests those who are subject to weakness, but the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Mark. One of the scribes came near and heard the religious authorities disputing with one another. And hearing that Jesus answered them well, this scribe asked him, which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, well, the first is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second commandment is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to Jesus, you are right, teacher. You've truly said that God is one, and besides God, there is no other. And to love God with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, that is much more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that the scribe answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask Jesus any more questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. You know, last night at the five o'clock mass, when I picked up the book of the gospel to bring it over, there was a ladybug on the page of the gospel book. I'm not sure what that meant. I, I asked the folks in the assembly. Uh, one lady said, well, a ladybug is always good luck. And then someone else said, it means we're going to have a short homily. Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> you kidding me? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Sing that with me, okay? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. A teaching is hard, Jesus. It's hard to love our neighbor. We're, we're not sure how to love God. We, we can't see God, but 
you're telling us that we show our love for God by our love for our neighbor. What if I don't like my neighbor? What if my neighbor does countless things that annoy me? How am I supposed to love my neighbor? Jesus, there has to be some loopholes, huh? <laughs> Let's look for the loopholes, the ways we can sneak around or sneak through that law. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. Those are easy words to say. I would, they're easy words to sing, but not so easy to live. Huh? Jackie read in the introduction to the reading from Deuteronomy about the mezuzah. How many of you have a mezuzah on your doorframe? Boy, you're such a mashugana people here. <laughs> a mezuzah is, is, is a, like a brass container. I don't know how else to describe it. And on the inside of this brass container are the words that we heard in the reading from Deuteronomy and in the words of Jesus. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. That passage is called the great Shema. Shema means to hear, O Israel. We do have a mezuzah hanging on the doorframe of the rectory. And when I pay attention to it, when I'm walking into the house, if I touch it, I hear those words, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And when I leave the rectory and I touch it, those words make a difference in how I connect to the people that I encounter. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your mind, your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist, a very gifted writer. He was very, very famous in, in the time of the Second World War and he was arrested by the Nazis and he was thrown in one of the concentration camps. When he got to the concentration camp and his, his story in this book, Man's Search for Meaning, he begins by saying how they stripped him of his clothes and gave him the tattered coat of a prisoner who had been killed and whose body was cremated. In Frankel's coat, he had hidden 
a copy of the manuscript to a book he was writing. He wanted to hold on to that. But they took the coat away. They took the manuscript away. They gave him the coat of a prisoner that had died. And when he looked in the pocket, he pulled out one page of a prayer book. And on this page of the prayer book were those words. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Frankel realized then that the truth he was writing just couldn't be put on paper. He had to live that truth. So he dedicated himself in his time in the concentration camp to caring about the other prisoners, to doing whatever he could to serve their needs to look on them with eyes that saw that they were the children of God. They're not just words. They're words that have to be put into action. How do we do that? How do we do how do we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbor as ourselves? Got a story for you. Mike was badly injured in an automobile accident. Barely survived the accident. He moved in next door to a young couple. Sakaira and her husband. Sakaira was a beautiful lady. She was very kind, very generous. She had no problem at all doing whatever she could for Mike. Uh, she would cook meals for him. Uh, she would sometimes do his laundry. She would sew buttons on his clothes. She was a kind and generous woman. It happened that one evening, it, what, the little puffy thing that goes on this microphone fell off. Uh, Bob, our, our, our uh, Zoom guy, says that maybe it's, it's stuck in the robes. And I said, you know, that's going to be the title of my autobiography. <laughs> anyway, back to Sahira and Michael. Michael called one night. Her husband answered the phone and told him that Sahira was not home. Oh, well, okay, well, never mind. The husband said, is there something I can do for you, Mike? And the way he said it, it was more just a rhetorical thing. He, he wasn't real sincere about it. And Michael said, well, no, no, that's okay. Uh, 
you seem really busy. And her husband, Zakira's husband said, well, yeah, I've, I've, got, uh, I've got some deadlines I have to meet and I have to do some writing. And then he looked on his computer and he saw a, an email coming in. It's him. Michael said, well, that's okay. Uh, just tell Sakira that I called. Later that evening, Sakira came home. Her husband told her that Mike called. When she came back from Mike's place, she said to him, what he wanted, he needed someone to help him button his shirt. His hands are so mangled from that accident, he, he can't button his own shirt. He was calling to ask if we would help him button his shirt. To hear his husband said that it felt like his own spine melted in his back. He was so embarrassed, so ashamed. He said, if I can't spare two minutes to button that man's shirt, Which one of us is disabled? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.